0: To another episode of ATL Fit. This is a fitness podcast about the training and trainers in the city of Atlanta. I wanted to do a quick little story to go back as uh, I'm celebrating my 25 years since my first uh, first day of college. I'm going to college, and I know that if you if you gone to high school and you you're kind of getting into your fitness routine going to college and and continuing it was huge, because, you know, in college, you almost had all day, you almost had all day to train, especially if you were involved in athletics, it was kind of like your job, so, so I was at the time, and, uh, so I went to the school called Hampton University in Virginia, very cold, uh, during the winter, very hot during the summer, so I get there, you know, you get settled in, you know, it takes two days to drive there, it didn't work out, you know, it's, that was chomping at the bit to uh to get into the gym start training get get ready for the season uh so i'm up there and i go to the gym and uh meet the football coach there his name's coach parhan and he's like hey <laughs> gym's not open yet uh we don't have anybody to to watch the gym so you can't be in here unsupervised so i was like damn the, then what am i supposed to do so uh, and I was eating, I mean, this is my, also, you go to the dining hall and it's like a smorgasbord. All the food you can eat, food all over the place. Um, I was eating burgers and french fries every day. This is, this is also 1998, so there are no cell phone cameras. I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. So, I mean, I couldn't monitor my body, of course. Who is looking in the mirror at themselves, uh, keeping track of what they look like in 1998? Nobody had, no, we weren't taking selfies we weren't doing anything so it was just like you you just didn't in 1998 nobody cared i don't think anybody should care now but 1998 there was no there wasn't a constant scrutiny so a couple days go by i go back up there coach is still like nobody to work it i was like i'll work it he's like no you can't do that you got to practice you got to go to this other stuff so a couple more days go by so what am i doing what am i doing to, to stay in shape i'm running I am at the point where I'm outside doing pull-ups on a tree, running to the gym, uh, running up there to the gym, running back to the dorm, running up there to the gym, doing pull-ups on a, on a tree. Um, i had never been to Hampton, Virginia before in my life. So getting there to the school was, was the first time I ever saw it. The first time I ever saw Hampton University is when my parents were drawing me off. So I had no idea. I didn't know where any other gyms were. And there was no internet or no, no usable internet. Um, or, or, and even on top of that, I didn't have a car. So there's no Uber. So I couldn't find a gym. Um, there was a goals gym and I, I found it later on, but we'll get that uh, that story later. All right. So one day, gym, this has been, I've been there for 12 days. No gym at all. Gym is not open. So I get with like a couple of my uh, dorm mates and I was like, we should go. We should go to the gym. Like, Gym's closed, man. It's nine o'clock at night. And we, there's no way it's not over to the day. I was like, let's just break in. Not the brightest idea, not the brightest idea. But I was, I was 18, and I was, I was just so, so ready to do it. So we get up there, all dressed in all black. We go up there, and we, we pick that. We pick the first log. The first lock's the hardest one. That's the one to get into the building. We sneak through the halls. Uh, also. Very fortunate this is 1998, so there's no like mobile cameras and no security cameras anywhere. So we go to the gym, and we get to the final. We get to the gym, and we can't turn the lights on. Can't turn the lights on because you don't want to get busted. So I just start grabbing weights and just working out and keep the lights off. And every time we see a flashlight outside, we duck down, wait for the flashlight to go, go around, and then we get back to working out. So I was in there. We were in there for about... From like 11 o'clock to like 1.30 in the morning, working out. And we snuck back out. Uh, we never did that again. I think like two days later, the gym was open and, uh, and it was business as usual. 90s, man. 90s were, were crazy. So if you ever question how committed you are to fitness, think to yourself, have you ever wanted to break into a gym? Because I was that committed in 1998 to my fitness regimen and getting, getting staying in good shape. I worked all summer. I worked all summer. I didn't want to lose it. All right. Which brings us brings me to my next two topics. These two people on uh, Instagram who I've been following that are just fantastic in promoting um, fitness. And one is this guy named Goob. <laughs> Goob uh, is a uh, – he is an anti-influencer. So what he does – is he finds accounts that have been photoshopping their images. Either pulling their waist in, or making their legs look bigger, making their chest look bigger, making their shoulders, making their arms. Doing things to accentuate their body parts to almost, to really, to, to cartoonish levels. Some maybe not so cartoonish, but sometimes it is cartoonish. To, and they do this in an effort to sell a training program. A training program that them themselves cannot even attain because they're having to use Photoshop. I, for one, I look at it like, hey, you know, if you're going to sell your product, you're going to sell some training, you're going to sell some supplements, you're going to trade, you're going to sell that. You got to be truthful. You got to be truthful in your advertising. You got to say, hey, you know, even if you're on PEDs, be like, hey, you know, I I I'm on PEDs. I'm doing this, and these are my results. Don't go in there trying to fool people, thinking that you're all natural, trying to get in there and and sell your, your train people knowing that they can't get the results that you're getting because you're, because they're not enhanced like you. That is the one thing that, that really, really has rubbed me the wrong way in the fitness industry, uh, since, 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 since my introduction to it was that you have a whole lot of people smoking, mirroring everything saying to take this, do this. These are my workouts. When you leave out the biggest part of the equation that you're either Photoshopping your images or putting things into your body that, that prescribed or not are enhancing your physique. And Goob does it on the, the, the most, (laughs) the scale where, yeah, if you're literally going into your photos and using a app or using um, using Adobe or using some sort of system to alter your physical appearance, and in, in in an attempt to sell your training or your supplements or or uh, or gain followers, you're scum. I, I I just there's just no other way around it. I I just feel that that is those are my opinions. That's just the way that I feel. All right. So goob, check him out on Instagram. And then there's also joey swole joey swole you've probably seen him on every single platform joey swole is one of these guys who is calling out the tripod mafia do you know the tripod mafia i know you know the tripod mafia if you're working out in any type of city or any type of gym you've seen the people walk in there with their tripods (laughs) and set up their tripods and film now filming i'm not gonna rag on filming filming is a good way to progress your training See, see how you're lifting the weights. check your form, make sure that you're doing the right way. But for somebody like myself who started training before social media, I I, I was never I never there, there are people who get it get into fitness now who get into fitness for the sole reason of making content. Those people are the problem. They are, they are the problem because they they do not love it. They love what it will do for them. So they come in and uh, in Joey Swole's case, he takes on the people who who act like they own the gym. I don't own the gym. You don't own the gym. The gym owner owns the gym. But you don't own any space. So, if you're filming and you get upset or you say, oh, you walked through my shot or do anything like that, Joey calls them out and rightfully so. They should be called out. There is no need to throw a hissy fit in the middle of a gym somebody walked through your shot or to to kind of show out or chastise or you have a lot of these girls now who come in there and like oh you know this guy was staring at me <laughs> staring it's a gym it's a gym you're looking you're looking around at everything you're looking you're looking nobody owns your line of sight either that's another thing that joey swole and most of the cases they're not even looking at, at the person the, the, It's the perceive perception that they're being looked at so check out joey swole and check out goob and I will be back uh, with some more great fitness stories from ATL Fit. I hope you guys have had a – or having – summer. still going. We still got time. There's still there's still some summer left. So keep on working hard and training and and staying focused on your diet and being consistent and just giving 100% every single day. And um, I'll be back very shortly uh, with another episode of ATL Fit and some guests. But also in the meantime – Check out the Game Over podcast coming up here very soon to talk about some football that went on this week. And then also coming up on um, the Banging and Clanging podcast to also uh, go over some sports entertainment, some wrestling. Thank you. This is Crossbones. You know how to get at me on Instagram and Twitter and also Pups, Supps, and other stuff on YouTube. I will see you on the next episode.